0: And welcome to another Energy Crew podcast uh, with me, your host JP Warren. And we're actually uh, filming this in Ethan Etzel's office in his beautiful home up in the Cyprus. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be a little bit echoey, but that's okay. That's that means you're actually here with us. You're you're enjoying a, a glass of uh, Angel's Envy, right? Even yeah. though Whistling Pig is your favorite, and you didn't offer me that. You offer, that's fine. I'm okay with that. So uh, so first off, man, a uh, beautiful home you have here, and uh, appreciate it. And pretty much, uh, the, the idea was to get the wives together, right? And uh, and just everything's so noisy here. Everything,
1: I love it. I, you know, I put this right. Around.
0: It's real. It's real. I like that. It's real. So, yeah, so pretty much sugar. the goal. The goal was the goal was to get get the wives together, and we thought, why not break? You know, do a podcast as well, right? And uh, so this is what this is, and I'm digging it. You welcome us in your home. We're a little text max after this. Got a little, I'm excited about this, man. I had you on the first uh, podcast. I need I to get comfortable real quick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get comfortable, man. That's a really tough chair to get comfortable in. We could switch. I'm used to this. No,
0: no, because that chair's r- 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 is real noisy. No, this is great. Yeah, I mean, but you can that. Is that what yeah, it's kind of like you We're like uh, in a therapy session right now. Yeah, it's comfortable. So first off, uh, so for those of you who don't know, this is uh, Ethan Etzel, the, the CEO um, of Royal Completion Tools. And uh, he was, uh, him and I have been buddies for a couple of years now. Um, and actually, you became a, a freshman relatively recently when, when you uh, uh, took a chance on a connection crew and uh, y'all sponsoring the breakfast runs, which is an awesome time. It's, it's me sitting down with operators and we're just kind of, you know, shooting the ball. I'm going to hold this. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna do that. I'm holding the mic now, <laughs> so it's pretty much a it's a great time. And 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 you're digging, in, you you, you decided to, to y'all's team sponsor, which I love. I'm you know went up to your shop, met the group there, and like solid group of people. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I, thanks for having us. And I guess let's get this kicked off. So
1: yeah, I mean I could I could elaborate on the breakfast. Let's get a little bit know? closer. It was, uh, it was a decision with a board meeting. We wanted to spend some money on marketing and simple google adwords or traditional linkedin marketing through a company called kindle interactive which they're very good at what they do okay but for the oil field it just it doesn't fit you know it oil field's very different than a lot of different a lot of other segments and the typical marketing just doesn't it hasn't worked for the last five six years and
0: the thing is though yeah i completely agree you know there's a lot of like you know i see a lot of third party like uh i see a lot of third party marketing Companies in the oil and gas industry, the oil and gas space, and it's always like, oh, we're gonna optimize your SEO. We're gonna be doing this. We're gonna be doing that. It's like, do you not know the oil field? I don't know anyone in the oil field that Google's like, oh my god, I need a, I need a drill bit. Let me just Google best drill bits. And no, you know, you, just, you pick up the phone and you work your networks and you work your relationships and you figure someone else out. Right? And It's yep. like. So I think it's so funny whenever people are like, oh, I'll optimize your search engine. It's like, I don't give a shit if you optimize my search engine. <laughs> like that doesn't, that doesn't help me at all. Like not it, much increasing your network, increasing your name, uh, and then getting exposure helps. And I, I man, I, I dig that you went with us, man. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was an easy. Choice. Yeah. So, um, uh, why don't you hold on to that microphone? Yep. Get, Get a little closer. So I kind of want to, so you and I were having a conversation before this. Like, so I come in, um, to, uh, Ethan's home and there's a wife's home and I come in and there's this soft, this soft, uh, this soft uh, dentist office jazz going, you know what I mean? I wasn't sure if it's like, okay, I'm not sure if you need, you need something that to appease everyone that walks in the room. Like, hey, we're not sure what to play. Like, let's not play radio. Let's play this, but no, actually like this is actually what you wind down to. This is your jam.
1: hundred percent elevator music. I mean, what in the nineties when you got an elevator to split play and played. And for those of you out there listening, let me try to turn up the mic so y'all can hear. Is that the kitchen, or I thought I turned that one off? I think it's the kitchen. Okay. So
0: this is so this is just kind of your jam. This is what, this is what you're digging.
1: 100. percent. You know, you go into work, and Oldfield's been rough the last five years, and you want. I think I told you last time. You, I try to separate work and. Well, personal. What do you mean last time? There's a lot of people. Oh, I'm sorry. That didn't listen to last. So time. I try. I try and separate work and personal. Not too much, but a fine line. So you have a tough day at work. Doesn't matter. You come home. With a smile on your face you and change it man if i come home to some like relaxing jazz and then get a little drink i'm, I'm good
0: it kind of it just unwinds it you a little bit
1: until someone calls do you not
0: so do you know <laughs> so, so you're, you're 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 you can separate that real easily
1: uh yeah i mean I, i've learned to i wouldn't say it's easy it's um it's a trait that's been learned yeah honed in on, on for many years i mean that's a, i mean that's a good point because you know like you know
0: when, when i first started you know connection crew and all this stuff like it's 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 tough it's it's tough starting your own thing uh, i think the listeners are gonna be like god i have add back it's to gonna be studio. really tough i'm gonna put this mic down because that's right. not gonna work out too well every energy crew listener we love you out there we appreciate you. oh my are we good hold on now we're good maybe are we yeah. good? yeah we're good. okay we're, we're good. good we're good now but that's the thing though it's like look like when i first started like my mind my mind, my outlook, my, um, my negativity, it was so, it was so relevant. It was so prevalent in my life. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you think you're doing good, you think of this, and the next thing you know, you start getting anxiety over everything. You have a lot of self doubt. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing this? And all stuff. So I literally had, I had to make a behavior change. I literally started getting up a lot. Of, I've spoken about this before, but not with you, but like I've been getting up at 5 AM, not looking at my phone, not looking at, you know, LinkedIn or any social media or anything like that. And I've been putting on my headphones, and I'm going to grab a cup of coffee and I will either listen to like, you know, like affirmations or I will listen to something like that. And then I'll sit there and I'll meditate for about 25 minutes, 30 minutes and all that wow. stuff. And it's like this guided meditation or I'll just do regular stuff like that. But that what I've noticed is I am able to control if something, if something bad happens or some shit happens and all that stuff. I'm able to let that slide off me a little bit better, which I think is important. You know what I mean? Like, it. it so by two o'clock, I'm no longer like, yeah anxiety or anything like that like a much more calm much more rebooting yeah but it is a learned trait
1: though yeah it is meditation is something i haven't gotten into lots of friends that do it suggested it and i don't know why sometimes i just don't do stuff but it's it's a reboot everyone needs a reboot doesn't matter how you do it you You need to forget about the negativity keep the positive in and with your personal life your family and your friends you can't have it no one wants to be around a negative person i know i mean i don't want to be around a negative person i, I know. mean if it's a friend for a long time i'll try and help them out but if i just met you and you're gonna come off super negative like
0: not a lot of people want to do probably that probably
1: not gonna be hanging out too much
0: but you know what's interesting too it's not just when you meet someone too like i mean taking a step further back from that it's also uh, your online it's your presence it's your online presence i remember our, you know, you always see these people that are very negative on LinkedIn or very negative on this. It's like you don't want to deal with that. I remember this one, uh, one person. They commented on a post I made. You know, it was like, <laughs> "Oh, so glad you, you know, you're not struggling while well, the rest of us are." You know, must be nice. Real, real. It was kind of a shitty comment on that stuff. Right. And I, you know, I reached out to the guy and I was, and I, I commented, Like, hey, look, we're all going through struggles." Mm-hmm. You know, like I am, you are. I'm sure everyone's going through struggles in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm choosing to. To show positivity and show some sort of like connection in our industry versus, you know, negative stuff. And so I started looking through his, his stuff and he was talking about uh, other companies, negative about other companies, negative about, you know, the younger generation, negative about this. And I, so I reached out to the guy and I was like, hey, man, like, I just want to introduce myself, let's talk. And we just kind of just talked and all that stuff. Real great guy, you know what I mean? And I was like, hey, my only advice is if you're, trying to go get another job or land something else like try not to talk bad about the companies you're going after or talk about the younger generation you you want to show you want to be an
1: area of support and knowledge if you have been in the history so long yeah yeah, it firms up the can't read a book by its cover but you know when you live in a city like Houston we're not in a small town where you have to know everybody like we have plenty of selections for friends and people we want to be around if you start. you start stroking people the wrong way from the get-go with a negative, horrible attitude. I'm not, I'm, I'm not in social media stuff. No, no, I know. I'm really not. So I, I, I know what you're saying, but I don't really. I mean, the people that do that on social media, I think there's a lot of, they're venting. A lot of yeah. people are venting. This is the keyboard warriors. In, yeah. In real life, when someone comes off negative, like sometimes I just want to pull people aside. If I know well, i like, dude, you need it like get it get in line man yeah like, like put what's smiling yeah face, what's going man. on man like, or can i help you what's yeah. the problem what's the underlying reason for this sometimes it's just too tough you know troubles in trouble the relationship someone died in their family so uh, you know you have to be respectful but that's
0: the thing though like you never know what someone's going through nope. you know what i mean like someone's just having a shitty day someone treats you bad like I think it's so funny, like waiters or waitresses, you know, they're, they're rude, you know what I mean? But it's, and it's obvious. So that, that tells me there's obviously something going on in their lives behind, you know, behind
1: what they're doing. <laughs> because no one wants to be a waiter or waitress.
0: That's <laughs> not, I mean, that's not true. I've oh, never okay. been, I, well, okay, let me ask you a question. What was your, what, give me a couple jobs that you've
1: done in your life that. that I've been a waiter. That, that you, Where? A place called Ground Patty ground like, patty Louisiana. give
0: a little shout out they're a long time uh energy crew yeah. listeners ground, ground patty yeah, ground patty what was that
1: yeah it was like a burger joint i was in college and um i worked there for probably five six months and it's uh <laughs> yeah, i was a waiter it was a simple deal and i you know i tried it out didn't really like it yeah. so switch back over to um Switch back over to doing something else. You know what I want to, you know what I would think
0: would be so cool to be like a small yay You know what I mean? Those ones that like know about the wines and like they just get tipped on in the wine. list And it, the thing around the small EA is like you don't want to like disagree with them. You know what I mean? Because they're the experts at the restaurant and you you're gonna disagree with in front of everyone. So it's like, oh yeah, we'll take this over
1: the price bottle of wine. Absolutely. Oh, that's yeah. a steal. <laughs> and they're up in the market, it up like two X. Oh, absolutely. X. Oh, absolutely. Gosh. Wine stuff, I don't get it. We, so, uh, we we literally, I told you earlier, we we found a wine, and I'm not going to say it online, but we found a wine that's like twenty dollar wine, tasting just as good as like hundred fifty dollar wines, so and we, we we're kind of stuck on it. So I got kind of lucky with my wife. I mean, her her go to wine is an eleven dollar bottle of wine, Ooh, little Josh, little Josh sellers. Josh is delicious. Yeah, love Josh. I always bring it over. It's good.
0: Oh yeah, that's the thing. Like, and I'm like, yeah, babe, it's a very good wine. It's <laughs> very nice, very refined. So, what are some of the other jobs that uh, that that you've had. Oh, boy. I've had a lot of
1: them. Uh, I've had a lot of them. All It started in the oil field, I believe. Really? No, it didn't start in the oil field, but like um, real jobs. No, in, don't give me the, the give me the real jobs. Give me like the high school stuff.
0: The high school like, for example, stuff. I was a security guard at the beach. Okay. The And then one time, uh, a couple times, I was a security guard at the docks. I grew up in Connecticut. Security guard? Yeah, you sit in a shack and you just kind of like hang out there from midnight to 8 a.m. I was a
1: security guard at Best Buy. Really? I can see that. For a little while, security guard at Best Buy. And then, man, there's a lot of them. So it was a security guard slash greeter. I mainly mainly did soccer. I trained soccer teams. Okay. You know, that's when I was in high school, college, that whole, that's how I made money. Okay. You made a good bit of money training. I trained two or three teams. I go to games during the weekends and matches. Matches, you come whatever you want. Well, I'm, tennis, I'm pretty young. It's not tennis, you know? What? It's not tennis. You
0: know why you should never marry a tennis player? Uh, I think I've heard this before. I'm not sure. Because to them, love means nothing. <laughs> yep,
1: you told me that. <laughs> uh, that's, what I, that's my go-to. That's yep. my go-to.
0: So, so soccer.
1: Yep, train soccer teams. And that's how, that's how I made it through college, quite frankly. What, so was, your, what you. was your first job ever? First job ever. Oh, snow shoveling. Early in Louisiana? Market. No, New Jersey. I lived in New Jersey and I go around and hustle and snow snow shovel uh, driveways in my neighborhood. 20 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. Worked hard. Oh, once you got that 20 bucks, I was like, drained. What yeah. can I do with this? I didn't know what 20, 20 bucks back in the what, early 90s. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. That's Damn. like, I, I mean, you look at inflation, the age, <sighs> and then the and and toys or us. I could buy anything. Oh, you can get anything you want.
0: <laughs> Nintendo. My, oh, my first job, I was a janitor
1: at my church in Connecticut. Janitor, I was church. Janitor, I was 13 years old my working. Man. What a man! Uh yeah. What's that movie with um, Matt Damon as a janitor? He's a genius. Oh, it's uh, a Good Will Hunting. Yeah, there you go. Great
0: movie. Yeah, but it wasn't that at all. Um, it was <laughs> sure. a janitor church, and then it was a uh, it was a security guard. Then I was a garbage man. Like oh, yeah. I, I grew. Yeah, so. Uh, wow, you, I mean, you could I worked slow. for the for work for Westport Parks and Rec. Okay, so. I was a garbage man. And first off, it's... I don't know if you know anything about being a garbage man. Obviously not. Sorry, garbage person. I mean... Okay, it was it was, it was pretty not adjust
1: uh, yourself for smells. I mean, that much. Well,
0: the thing is, though, it's like, you know, I'm in high school. Obviously, in high school, there's parties. So, you're going out, you know, it's summertime. So, you're going out. But the thing about Connecticut... I live under like a beach town, right? So, when you're, when, you're, when you're riding these garbage trucks, like... And the guys I was working with, like... First off, you dump the trash. And it's always like this, like... Oysters or like clams. It was clams, not oysters, it was mm-hmm. just clams. It was just like just like in the heat, disgusting. Oof. Right. So you gotta stomach that. And then you're you're working with the people, like, hey, do you find any porn in the back of that? And I'm like, no, let's keep going. And it's like, oh, I'm gonna go check. And like, all they would rummage through the trash and like try to find these like magazines of like <laughs> porn. And I'm like, dude, if someone's thrown it away, you don't oh pick goodness. that out of the trash. Oh, you know, it was disgusting. Good. I'm like, can we just keep going? Like, let's keep moving, dude. This the heat and the smell is getting me so.
1: Yeah, we had coworkers they dug through people's trash. Well, in the back of the truck, yeah. Well, oh, but the once thing it is, was it, back in the truck, it was like community.
0: But the things, is, yeah, I want you to understand, like it was <laughs> it was uh, I know my boy Mac Davito is listening to this in uh, in Connecticut, and he and he, <laughs> he but he got lucky because he had uh he had some something going wrong. He played football and he, and he had uh testicle issues and one of his nuts uh, removed. Ooh, so he so he awesome. he was probably a uh he was probably a garbage gar- he was probably a garbage man for maybe two, three weeks of the summer. Uh-huh. We're, and it was like me, him, and our other friend, like we're like whatever. Uh-huh. And then, like, he, he bounced out. He didn't, he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. So, every, every night we watch Men at Work. You know what I mean? It can like, only takes you know so much in life. So, then uh, one time, yeah, they would rummage through that. And then uh, I remember one time uh, they, they were like, take this. Oh, I found a, a VCR tape. Take it home. I'm like, I don't want to take it home. I'm, I'm 16 years old. Like, no, thank you. And they are like, hey, good thing. The next day, is like, good thing you did. And it got stuck in my VCR. I'm like, yeah, because you found it in the, in the yeah. trash the garbage I had,
1: yeah god, i'd notice what was on that
0: oh my god so anyway so yeah that was that's that's been my uh
1: and what else, what else was it literally that? i scaled a fish on the back of my truck the other day like just filleted out i had five of them you know we went fishing the other day right and, and chunked that in the trash and when i checked in the trash i was just thinking it's like sucks forever dude. that's yeah. gonna stink yeah It'd be horrible yeah. yeah yeah so i mean hmm what else what
0: else good for you you're a man it was that you, le- you learned early then in college i was assistant uh what was I assistant oh. manager at express for women oh, i did
1: Abercrombie. you did, did Abercrombie. Did Abercrombie? I, started, yeah. I can see you doing Abercrombie. actually two years yeah two years. did fun. you do the shirt off my parents were like hey you're gonna get a job son And i all like this is a college job. did why you why have frosted Frosted tips. I, I'm pretty, yeah, frosted tip, longer hair. So
0: you committed to the, uh, you I committed did, to the, I, I did comments. the shirt off. You did of the shirt store, off from yeah, the
1: store? Super awkward.
0: Oh, I've always been self-conscious, man. I really? always have. Oh, absolutely. Ah,
1: dude, not me. I'm not really
0: self-conscious. Oh, uh, well, I mean, you're, you're training. I mean, now part, I might be. I mean, part of your growing up is you're, you're giving money to training soccer teams.
1: So yeah, I get mm. it. So I'm a coach now. I heard, I heard, I, I offered uh, any help I could. You know, so uh, if I get, once they get to the age where they actually are playing positions, you feel me? So
0: that. I'm literally, so uh, my thing is this. So you have a little daughter, Everly, right? Beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful little daughter. And once she starts getting to sports,
1: how are you going to be as a father? I'm going to try and force her into a couple. sh.
0: Well, she's a long she's a long time <laughs> listener.
1: How old is she now? Uh, she will be two in November. Twenty four months in November. Okay. Yeah, man, she's she's getting a little personality. I mean, I thought, I enjoy like I enjoy coming home, listening to jazz. I enjoy coming home and seeing my daughter. Oh yeah, it's great. It just it turns my mind off of work a little bit. Oh yeah, it makes it all worth mm-hmm. it. That's why I do it. So, what sports can you to get her into? I'm trying to get her into. I want to get her into starting gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So you know your body. I wish I would have done that as a male. Yeah. I know it sounds kind of weird, but I wish I had done gymnastics. Hey, you're looking at a gymnastic bro right here. Oh, really? Oh, high beam. Hated it. Oh, wow. Good yep. for you. You started good. Piano, piano and uh, gymnastics. These fingers, piano. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Violin. I played the violin.
0: <laughs> really? Yes. I think down here you call it a fiddle, though. But, yeah, I played the violin. Same thing. And yeah. then, um, so gymnastics. I, I, want, I want Evelyn, when she gets to be, like, in high school, to do indoor volleyball. Ooh. this is why there's so many there's, mm. every sports event happens outside right whether it's swimming soccer softball whatever it is right yep hey my old boss Bubba Smith the man with the legend goes hey, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you a little secret JP what's that Bubba the key is get involved in indoor volleyball that way when everyone else is sweating out there and all that stuff you inside in the AC and I'm like Bubba that is a great great
1: call wow that's a good one it really you know, is I- I had a guy recently remember ed squirrel jack i oh, love he it he came yeah. up to me and was like pushing something like
0: chest chill yeah 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 well hold on <clears throat> you do know what it is though so ed squirrel jack is uh i
1: don't know i, I just i it related to the he's one of
0: them he's one of the, really one of the coolest uh funniest uh individuals i think and it was in the old patch i don't he's, know what,
1: he's, he, he's he, a pretty funny guy so
0: he got he got he just doesn't give a shit. that's what i love about him but he gets he gets out. Yeah, very smart guy and he developed this thing called, I think, Chiller USA or something like that. Chili. Chili. Yeah. 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 yeah and it's a uh, portable uh, air-conditioned thing. You pretty much fill it up in the golf cart, but you're going dove hunting, you're going whatever. It's a, it's a portable air conditioner. Like, I love that. I really? love the fact that he's just doing something so random. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm going to do him. this.
1: Good for him, man. So a cool. lot of people got out of the oil field. A lot of people moved on to the other stuff. So, I mean, that's going to be a tough, a tough thing this next year in the oil field, getting, getting the right people back. So, what what was your story about Ed? Ed? Oh, that was it, man. I mean, I was at a golf tournament with him, and he was like, man, I'm starting this thing, and it's called, it's called uh, we put a bunch of ice, and like, I mean, Ed had a few drinks in him, so uh, he was He was night. pumped about it. Yeah, he was pumped. He was really pumped about it, so I was like, yeah, it's You awesome. think he's awesome. coming back? He'll come back. Yeah. He's too good. He'll come back. Yeah, he's yeah. I think this I've been told, I don't, I mean, I don't know, a lot of people say he's really good at what he did, so... Oh, I think he is. So, uh, I'll bet I'll be back. I think a lot of people are coming back. It's just going to take a little while. A lot of people aren't, too, though. A lot of people I aren't. I think
0: there might be a lot of stuff, a lot of, um, there might be some pressures at the house and all stuff. Because here's the deal. Look, you know, the oil field hasn't been kind of for five, six years, right? It's been a oh, trenches,
1: in the trenches, throwing grenades.
0: And the thing is, though, you know what's funny? It's like, we have one of the best industries on stuff, but, like, Shh. thinking back on it, it's like, wait
1: a minute. I thought the oil field was supposed to be fun. It's a grind, bro. The past five years have not been fun, man. I, People can, like, put a smile on their face and be like, yeah, oh man. Yeah, right. Or yeah, that it's not the early, two, early 2000s was a good time. So, yes, 2009, 8 to 2000, basically into 2014. was unbelievable. Right. Unbelievable. For the States in the old field. It was. Uh, do whatever you want. You mean, you can mess up 10 times and still make money for your company. Because there's enough activity to go get. Yep. Too much activity. It was a, it was a flop in the supply demand curve. It was pretty simple economics, you know. Supply and demand is going to switch again, too. And, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's going to be very interesting for those who've been in the oil field for only less than, you know, seven, eight years. In decision-making roles, operators and service companies. Because it's going to switch around. You know we're all in it to help each other
0: all right and that's the thing though that's a great point i mean i didn't think about that but i think the fact that we there is you know you're right there's people that have been in the industry for you know eight years when historically it probably took 25 years to get to, to those positions you know or 20 years or whatever that looks like and that came through experience that came through this that came through leadership you learn how to manage people you learn how to do this you learn how to do that and now you have people that are put in these positions very smart people as also you know what i mean so i think that's a great point that, that you just made, that we will have to start relying on each other more. And and actually, that's another plug on making connections and networking. Like, yep. because the experience probably isn't there as it was before, you're going to have to
1: start relying on other people's expertise. Yeah. This volatility is tough because you, you really lose a lot of good mentors. It's, uh you know, when you come... Up and down in two thousand nine, up and down in fifteen, up and down around two thousand, and you go back to the eighties. I mean, there's so much, so much volatility that really drives good people out of the market, and a lot of people like when they're done with it, they're like, "I'm done." Yeah. You have these big companies, not blue, red, whatever service companies. You have big operators that give people packages in their early fifties. You look at other segments; people are working until they're sixty-five, and like then they're offered packages to stay, to stay on. on because because of their knowledge and expertise, because of their wisdom. Yeah, yeah. I mean. A lot, of, a lot of young people, millennials, I kind of fall in that group. I think the bottom edge of it. But they're like, they need to get these old people out. No one it's Like, I'm completely against this. These old people are the wisdom in our country. They're the wisdom. Like, old people hand down so much that you need to be thankful for that it's kind of ridiculous. I completely try agree. to write them off.
0: I completely agree. I mean, especially in our industry. I mean, look, we got all the technology. I mean, the technology is coming. I'm, I'm, I I've spoke to a couple groups really cool people about, about some of the technology, but that does not tech, having the technology, having the, having the, the, the apps, having uh, th- that does not replace, you know, uh, skills and, and, and just
1: feel knowledge, you know, life knowledge. I mean, even if it doesn't have, to, I mean, I've had some mentors through the day that have given me so much just grounding information about life in general. So, I mean, whether it's life, whether it's work, Period. You you learn from your mentors. Do you consider yourself a mentor? I mean, I try I try to help out, and I, I think I have in several ways, but not as much as some people. You know,
0: I think that pretty much, and I agree with that. I I do think that there is some sense of importance on, re, but that's the thing though. It's like you know when you think of mentors, you think of like oh wow, someone that's been in the industry for twenty years, twenty five years. Mm-hmm. I do think that's something that we probably need to think about as an industry, as a collective and think about, okay, well, am I doing, and that's the thing though, mentorship really doesn't take time. All you're doing is just providing advice and, and guidance. Giving back. Yeah. So I really think that's something that we probably need to take stock of and probably be, have more of an active part in seeking out those, you know, younger engineers, younger salespeople, younger Whatever it is, yeah. and just kind of, just kind of, not taking him under your wing, but say, hey, look, man, just I want to introduce myself, have things going. Let me know if you need anything. To do whatever that looks like, hundred percent.
1: I, mean? I mean, we've actually two guys that have taken packages recently from big companies. We've we've employed, we're taking on, and they're sales guys. First, one's a field sales guy. One's a high level. Um, he's high level executive sales guy. Yeah, and they're willing. I mean, they took packages early. They still want to work. They yeah. still want to say, hey, come on, let's go. Let's have so what life. is it? And work on your own time. Right. You know, it, it, when you're retired, when you get to that age, you're, you're not, I think your number one thing is you need to – it's so hard. You know, these older guys, and I'm preaching about sure older guys, so I, older guys and girls, so I'm not really the one that should be saying this, but they get so, so stuck in your way. If you do something for 30 – my dad just retired. If okay. you do something for 35, 40 years, you're stuck. You're, it's habitual. You wake up, you whatever, drink your coffee, you listen to the seven o'clock news, you get ready for work. And my dad's had a hard time with it, you know. And Oh, retirement, really. Retirement. Yeah. yeah you know, retired early and um 62. And he's like, Man, you know, I'm just so bored. All my friends are working still. He's like, you know, I Does I'm he have any hobbies or bedroom. anything? That's the thing. It's like I keep telling my dad this is a great point. get some hobbies. You you're not used to having to go out of your comfort zone. Right? You've been set in your comfort zone, set in your way for so long. Get out there, get some hobbies. Like you'll make friends through those hobbies and things you enjoy to do. But you if you've if you busted your ass for that long and you get to retirement point, take advantage of it. Go get out of your comfort zone. Go do find some things you really love to do, whether it be fishing, hunting, whether it be I don't care, video game. It doesn't matter. It's something you like to do. And and have fun with it. It's about time you do something for yourself. Have some fun.
0: I think you should be done. I completely agree. But I think uh, in reality, I mean, you should probably be working on your hobbies and stuff that that, that you enjoy much earlier than retirement. You know what I mean? No, I'm I'm, I'm being serious. A lot of people don't. Like, oh, once I, I retire, I'm gonna. I'll I'll pick up golf when I retire. No, you're not gonna pick up golf <laughs> when you retire. Get the hell out of here. This bullshit. You won't.
1: You're gonna be the hack. Like yeah, no one wants to play yeah, with it. Yeah,
0: you won't. You won't. You Absolutely. So it's it's also important also in throughout your professional career to still take time. And and that's what I love about our industry because it's like, man, there's a lot of stuff that I enjoy. You know what I mean? But like we have the opportunity. We, we're, we're blessed that we can do that in our industry. You know, whether it's golf, whether it's hunting, fishing. It uh, is. I mean, cooking. I mean, I, barbecue. You know what I mean? Like there's so many stuff there that you can correlate and tie into work. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's so gotta,
1: Texas. That's such a Texas barbecue. Man, you know what I miss? What? The rodeo cook-off. Oh, it's coming back. I hope so. I'm
0: dude. So yesterday I started so I'm on the TAM.
1: There the you TAM go. team. Thrill nice. minute,
0: Yeah. So uh we just so last time we had a party, we shut the world down. <laughs> That's the true story. You can the check it. Mean, you can check it. March twenty twenty was the last party we had, and it's just <laughs> shut the world down for about 18 months. So I just I got an email. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Thumbs up. It's on. Oh, I'll it's be on. out there. I'm oh yeah,
1: be, I'm going two days. We're
0: to go. Oh dude, it's on. It's gonna <laughs> be unbelievable. I love. I love how it's. I, I love that time of season. Get a forty-eight hour babysitter. We're going. It's gonna be fun. You can be staying down there. You can be coming all the way back
1: up here. I don't know. Probably staying down
0: there. I think it's probably smart. Yeah. There. I, you know what? I only <laughs> go to cook-off, though. I don't, I don't go to any of the shows or anything like that. I, I, I just don't. I just think it's, to me, it's not a question of <sighs> going to see the, first off, I think the acoustics aren't that good there. they horrible. You know what I mean? They're horrible there. But the, the, the second part is that I, that I just can't stomach is dealing with the traffic of getting
1: out of that area. It's a nightmare. Oh, you figured it out. You stay. You go to the hideout for a little while, yeah. for an hour, get a few drinks, and then you go home later and you don't hit the traffic. If you're, r- if you're Zooming out of there, like, your fault. I'm a Zoomer. Your fault. You know? uh, so be it. I like, I like getting into the house early. Well, then expect like an hour, two hours to get home. Do you go to the shows usually? I, I, before like this whole COVID thing hit, yeah, I go to two or three a year. It wound down. I When I first moved here, it was more like five a year. Really? Yeah. It was fun. You know, yeah. I was single. I didn't have anything to do, but it's a little different now.
0: Which is more fun
1: and enriching in your life. It's very fun, but I mean, it's just <laughs> your time. You're, you know, you can only do so much with your time, right? You have a limited amount of it. So uh, you have a daughter, you have a wife. You can't just say, "Oh, I got invited to this today. I'm yeah, going." Yeah. So that you, have it, you, have you have to plan it. You have to plan a little bit. You plan to go with them, maybe at least at least a one of them, and then maybe one without, or maybe both with, and but you, at least with me. See, my situation is different
0: though. My daughter yeah. shares uh, yeah. has two homes. You know what I mean? So half mm-hmm. the time she's with at her uh, mother and stepfather's home, and half the time she's over here. You know what i mean at our home which yeah. is kind of the best of both worlds man when i get my daughter my my dad batteries at 100 percent. you know what i mean it's just yeah. nothing but you know it's amazing us nothing but family you know movie night every night we'll do this we'll do that um and then when it's time to go to the other home it's just like okay yeah. babe what do you want to do okay i will just you know
1: so okay. so we need to enjoy the adult time too or You're i can talking, i used to be one of those spontaneous human beings in the world. Closer the I back. used to be one of the most spontaneous human beings really? in the world. And all oh, my life's changed around big time. I can't do that. No, you're a planner. No, no I wouldn't say I'm a planner. I'm stuck in the, stuck in the middle in the gray area. Okay. Like, okay. Plan, <laughs> plan a little, try and do, be a little spontaneous, but no, I used to go on the drop of a dime. Oh, you want to go to the beach? Oh, hey, you want to go do this? Yeah. I was never like that. You want to do this? You want to climb Kilimanjaro? Yeah. Yeah. You want to dive blue hole? Yeah. Wait, climb Kilimanjaro? Yeah. I mean, we, I used to do ton of adventurous stuff and i plan to too when this world gets back to normal is he gonna get back to normal though? yeah i'm actually planning a trip with uh with my wife's my wife's stepdad okay and we're gonna climb uh denali Are, he's really yeah we're looking at climbing denali not next year but the following we climbed kilimanjaro um i did that with two guys from the oil field Jerome hayden Okay. I think he's at Lewis Energy. Okay. And then Michael Renfro. I love Michael. He's the energist. Yeah. And then a guy named John Greenway. He's a, he's a lawyer out of California. Okay, A little different.
0: He's a huge fan of the podcast.
1: Huge fan. He's listening. I'm sure he's listening. I'm sure. Who hasn't
0: listened? Yeah. <laughs> you like the shirt? I love it. It's I got, awesome. I man. got one made for me. One made for
1: Monica. That's pretty good. I got the,
0: for those out there that are not watching, listen. I got an Energy Crew uh, shirt on, and I'm trying out the merch, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm digging it, though, man. It looks good, man. So wait, so what's, so you actually climb mountains? I want to get more into it. So my question is this: Is it actually like you taking a pick and like slamming in like the glacier side, pulling yourself up, or is it just like a steady Mm, hike?
1: It's an uphill hike. It's it's a little bit of both, but I mean, when people do the whole glacier picture, that's like one little section. Is it really? You know. Probably, yeah, it, I mean, I'm not. I haven't done. I haven't done anything in the Himalayas. So you've done a
0: lot more than me. I walk up like three flights of stairs in, in, in a townhome I rent, and I'm like,
1: fuck. Dude. My calves are getting Screw tiny. This. This one story house. Screw man.
0: this. So <laughs> is it just like a serious? Just a constant? Like what? was what, what the challenge? I mean, obviously, I know it's challenging, but let's get into
1: that a little bit. Tell me about the experience about climbing uh, Kilimanjaro. Oh, yeah, I think it's a, it's it's an amateur climb. I think it's twenty around twenty thousand nineteen five. Okay. 1,500 feet. So you camp um, out there. I mean, yeah, we took the whiskey route. I believe there's a, they call it like a Coca-Cola route, whiskey route. Some other. What's route. the differences? Uh, the whiskey route's a little faster, a little harder. Okay. Than the Coca-Cola, and it's like two less days, but we actually crammed it three less days because we wanted to do a safari. It's not a smart idea. Wow. Yeah. So, so summit day was pretty rough on us because you're supposed to go to like fifteen five, then you're supposed to like hike down to like thirteen five, and back to fifteen five. Why? And what? we, hey, we skipped that hike. Was act, that acclimate you? Yeah. Okay. Exactly to acclimate. So, I mean, we, we were, it was pretty rough. I think the only one who did okay was Joram the final summit day, but uh the rest of us were like just yeah. beat beat. But I mean, you get back down, a few thousand feet back to like 16,000 feet, you're fine. Really? Yeah. Feel a lot better? You're fine. Yep. Your body adjusts. That human body's absolutely ridiculous. You know? The amount of oxygen that can it can supply with a breath can change in two days. Damn. I mean acclimating just is one small thing that just proves, I mean, Well, I'm trying to acclimate crazy. my fat ass back in the gym <laughs> as of uh two weeks ago. It's about time, man. Well, last week. I'm when sorry, one you, week when ago. When I met you, you kind of had some size. I on had
0: you, some man. size, man. I had the single size. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like before Monica was hitting that gym and all that stuff. And like with Monica, I was still hitting it and all that stuff. But, you know, COVID happened. Close the gyms. Obviously, let's close the gyms and let's let's yeah. let's leave you know Walmart and let's close the small mom pops, let's <laughs> leave Walmart and McDonald's open. So they closed the gym and I did what everyone everyone else thought. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some kettlebell kettlebells. 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 I'm gonna nice. get after.
1: Kettlebells are awesome. Well, are no, kettlebells. I don't
0: understand that, but you couldn't find them. And then once you couldn't find it, I'm not gonna work out I of the use house. You a dumbbell if you want. It's I could, you couldn't find anything, man. You don't have any dumbbells? No, I don't. I don't, because you wanna know what has that? Hey. The gym. Yeah. okay so and, and second off i rent okay so i'm not going to be moving weights and shit around so anyway so i took a, i took a step back from all that stuff um probably in march 2020
1: and you went the right way though you got skinny
0: well i started doing a yeah like probably about seven eight months ago started doing yoga and all stuff and watching what i ate and all that stuff yeah. and, but uh yeah i got back into it man it's uh and i really found
1: out that like it's a lot easier to get back into it than i thought you know what i mean of course it does is. that make sense of course, it all comes back, man. Once again, the body—amazing, amazing thing. I mean, anything that you've had in your body is easy to get back. At least for someone our age. Once you get a little older, so we you tell about size. Better, I'm talking about muscle. I'm talking about cardio. I'm talking. So I, I have a good friend who uh, ran for OU uh, cross country. And I think he ran so nothing crazy. Ran a marathon two hours twenty five minutes. But I mean, he. He can just go lift weights, do whatever, be a slob. And then all of a sudden, if he wants to get in shape, like you better watch out because like he has it, he can get it back quick. But it's the same thing for me. I mean, I've, I've lifted weights my whole life and I got pretty, pretty sizable. I mean, if I really want to spend three, four months and get back, it's easy. But for someone who hasn't been there, it's a lot harder. To, it's a lot harder to get somewhere with your body that you've never been.
0: To, yeah. Right? So the thing is start, yeah. start right. just like your dad retiring. don't start a hobby when you retire do that throughout your life Mm -hmm. right so that way you can actually enjoy and not get frustrated because god i wouldn't want to be starting golf when i'm 62 i'll be cursing like a sailor
1: right yeah no joke you see a lot of people out there trying to like why am i going to figure this out i'm like you know there's been a lot of books proving that like you got to put ten thousand hours into something until you're really really good at it 10 i feel like i've done ten thousand hour podcast I'm, yeah. I'm still not good at it you, well you're, you're, you're honing in you're very good if you ask me i mean that's why we decided to mark you get. You know all right this is the sound, clip, minutes, <laughs> the sound clip 36 minutes thank you i appreciate that so but, uh, but i mean no you have to put a lot of time and effort into anything to be good at it and i mean you can't go out there and just i mean some people are freaks yeah and can do it in less but generally speaking 10,000 10, hours, about right. I mean, they've written multiple books on it. they done a lot of studies. So, yeah. So, if you want to get really good at something, you better spend a lot of time doing it. Right. Especially nowadays. There's so many people, so many people that are very good at things. You can't only, if you want to be the best at something, you can't only spend that time, all of your time doing it. You have to have, like, God-given ability as well. So, I mean... It's a little bit of talent, little a bit of, lot uh, of talent, a lot know, of prep in, work. In the last 50 years, that's changed. You used to be able to just like go at it, hard work. And now there's just a lot of people that put in that hard work. So you have a combination of someone, tons of people who have done a lot of hard work and some are just genetically better right. at doing stuff. You're genetically better at podcasts than I am. If I put in twice as much time as you, I still wouldn't be as good. What would, uh, If you did a podcast, what would it be, what would it be about?
0: And you can't say smooth jazz and whistling pig. What what, what 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 would your podcast be about? Because here's the deal: I know you're very passionate about you know people taking care of their, their health. You're very passionate about people taking care of their mental state. You know what I mean? Like don't yep. let things drag you down. Get out of that shit. Get out of that muck. You're very you're passionate about a lot of stuff. Yeah. So if you were to do a, a, a podcast, like what, what what would what would it be about? Uh, for example, my wife Monica,
1: hers would definitely be about horror movies. Like seriously. At least you get my, you know, my wife won't let me watch horror movies. I literally that's don't watch horror movies watches. until she leaves. Dude, that's all my you know, wife watches. I, I watch them by myself. I don't watch horror movies by myself, but I do it anyways.
0: Literally two days ago, I said, hey, babe, I'm going to throw something out there. It may sound kinky. Can we do a rom-com? <laughs> Can we please just put a rom-com on? Like, I'm all about the horror life. You know, I love when We watch Cre- the new the new season of Creep Show's out. Like, I'm all, I'm, we have the Shudder subscription. I'm digging it. But, dude, that's all she Like, well, I'm not home. She's like, oh, my God, just watch this. Great horror movie.
1: <laughs> like she, that's all she does. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with so that. So her you know. podcast would be about horror movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think I'd, I'd probably do something about like what you enjoy most or. Uh, what do you enjoy most? What, uh, being happy, man. How do, you, how, do you, how do you get happy? How do you stay happy? Too. I mean, I, I I like the oil field. One, some people that don't like the oil field need to just like, hey, move on. There's a lot of other steady industries. Are you seeing a lot of? Uh, to I,
0: I see more pride in the oil field than people not liking the oil
1: field. A lot of people don't like the to the volatility of the oil field. You just got to understand it and you got to cope with it. Either you, you gotta, deal with it or, or just that's the it. nature that's the nature of the industry. You deal with it, or right. you or you go, you know. So I mean, there's other opportunities that are good too. There's a lot of good opportunities out there, but. A oil field's a great opportunity. You just got to understand it. It's there's so many variables that fluctuate it up and down.
0: What sucks about it, what sucks about when people leave the oil field though, it's like it, it's 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 not the question of when people leave the oil field because obviously if you need to provide for your family, if you're sick of this, you're sick of that. I'm talking about the people that want to stay in the oil field, the good people that want to stay in the oil field, and yeah. they can't find anything, then they leave. You know what I mean? It's always mm-hmm. I always try to stay in touch with them and all that stuff, and you know did it they all. come but back usually. What if they move? They Think well, about one it's, one it's, of my friends to Arkansas. Where do they move?
1: Arkansas? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it I mean depends what they move for. I mean, if they move for their someone else, their wife getting a different job, or if they move for their husband, whatever. They just couldn't means.
0: find something. It was, it was like twelve months. And he's a, he's legi- he's one of the kindest guys. He's the best guy in the like he's, he's such a great person.
1: You know what Listen, I mean? He's smart. Life is filled with these albatross. Man, life is filled with things that you don't know. I think it's funny how people try to plan their path in life. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious because it never works out. And, you know, you just got to be happy with what you do and be okay and accepting of change, which is tough for a lot of people. Another
0: th- Well, that's the thing, though. People are scared of change, but literally that's life. Life changes. That's, that that's, is. that I mean, is life.
1: We're literally in the best time in the world. I mean, if you go through, the, if you're a big history, hardcore, and Carlin, hardcore you, you history, just a Mongol one? Yes. Yes. The yes. model one, I
0: actually just, on my drive to Midland, I, I put on the um, the one about the
1: Celtic all- Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. It, dude, like, realize where you are right now and put a smile on your face, because we are in an unbelievable time in history. Did you listen to that
0: public torture one? I did The know. public execution one? I'm really Maybe. good. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Okay. Maybe. They're all blending into one. Anyway. But yeah, no, it's, it, we're in an amazing point in time where you can choose your job. When you're, you're you're in a capitalistic environment, at least for those in the U.S., where you could choose what you do. You're doing a you're podcast. You're not born into a oh, class. class. Yeah. You're not born into a class, and, like, you're not, I do, oh, man. Like, you're not, I'm not going to point out countries. There's some countries in the world where, like, you have you have no choice. Yeah. You know, you have zero choice in your life. I mean, whenever you're having a bad day, and I think I said this on the last podcast, whenever you're on a bad day, whenever I have a bad day, I'm looking back at, like, when I went to Africa and like saw these people like living in mud huts and you know, had no like nothing first world. And they were happier than every single It's definitely like not every single, but they're happier than ninety percent of the people yeah. I run into in the US who are like bitching and complaining about getting an Amazon package a day late. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Just just stop. You know, stop pointing. So uh, you, you just went
0: back to back to the, uh, you had a good point right there in the beginning of it. It was, it was the fact that don't plan your life. You know what I mean? Like you start planning your life. I, I talked to, you know, Hank Porter was on, you know, yeah. with, uh, with Lime Rock and he's like, throw that five year plan out. You know, he's like, just
1: yeah. look at opportunities instead. You know, look at, look at opportunities. Opportunity. And I love, career. and I love that mindset. Yeah. I love that you too. I still think you should have a plan. I think you just shouldn't throw a hissy fit when it doesn't go your way. Right. You know, just realize that's life.
0: I have often found that through the tough times of my life, through the stuff that doesn't work out that I thought it would. And through the stuff when it kind of hits me, hits my, 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 pride, my ego, my, my plan throws me off track and all stuff. I usually find out you come out better. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I come out better. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's one of those things you can look at it as something that defines you or, you know, you, you know, or you can propel yourself to do to to pursue something else, or to get involved in something else. So literally, like every failure, every trip up, or every thing that goes off course. I mean, you can really kind of steer that into a positive. You can, not and I don't, I'm not being flaky They're about that. All trials that. and
1: tribulations, and I mean, it's life experiences. It brings me back to like why some people are like. wouldn't say damning, but they're, they're shutting down the wisdom of a lot of these older people because technology has changed so much in the last 20, 30 years. Was well, like three well, year, yeah. I mean, you know, I have I've worked for large companies where they're like, "Oh, these fifty year olds, they don't want to learn Excel. Duh, 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 we should fire them." I was like, it's "Not a smart decision." <laughs> Take it easy, bro. Maybe you should do the Excel for them and let them do what they're good at. Yeah, is that the is that the core of our business? <laughs> the, the, the the format is that the core of our business. I'm like, okay, he doesn't. Maybe you should teach him a couple things in Excel and help him out. You should gain some benefit from his knowledge because he knows about 10 times as much as you, you know, so it rolls it, it back to life experiences and like, so talking about what keeps you happy because not a lot of people talk about happiness. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I'm not sure even what to talk about this or what rabbit hole we're going to go down or where we don't go down, but talk about yeah. happiness. Okay.
1: Happiness is uh, it's something you need in life.
0: Okay. So let me ask you a question. You personally, and then pull back from that to the, to the, to the, the bigger picture, the, the, the masses and all that stuff. You got your daughter coming here? What's your car code? My car code is beep, 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 <laughs> um, I swear, if they don't leave us alone we're doing this <laughs> podcast, not even, anyway, so, yeah, so I guess, they're they, getting I guess, probably. I guess my car needs to get moved so we can, your daughter can get picked up. Yes. Well, that's part of growing up. You leave them there for overnight, it doesn't matter. So let me ask you a question. So, I love how you're always like talking about happiness, take care of yourself, disconnect from work, and focus on what's important. You know what I mean? Really centering yourself. So, what 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 makes you happy personally?
1: What makes me happy? Because people don't talk about happiness. People always people always talk happy, about what, people people talk about what upsets. Happy is a mindset. Okay, happy is a completely a mindset. Yeah, you have to. Sometimes people have to trick themselves into happiness. You know, one of the better books I've read, of course, I'm going to trip up on the name is. Um, it's a book and the places you'll go that's my doctor you know that. yeah that's a good one but no this is a man's um so it's about a guy who was in Auschwitz. he was a do- he was a doctor in the darkest times i mean you could imagine the world of war world war ii it's uh he was a doctor and like go through all this horrific stuff and he managed to stay positive the whole time he was you know, what he, book he made is it, it is. through. It's like man, something to I. I, we'll I, we'll, I, I got it on my bookshelf. We'll find, we'll, we'll it. find it. That's, yeah. that, I mean, that's interesting. But I mean, it's a state of mind. Happiness is a state of mind. You could be happy like this guy in Oswich. You have, which is a very hard thing to do. I mean, not many people can do that. But it's a state of mind. You know, whatever can make you happy, like it doesn't hurt other people. You need to like do a little bit of that. Every now and again,
0: <laughs> so you know,
1: put a smile on your face and realize, like once again, you're in the best time, like in humanity. There's not people going raping, raping and pillage your your village. And yeah, your we're, not, and we're kids. not we're not so, looking, you know, you know, over
0: two two forty nine for that
1: Viking for that Viking crew to come and like you slaughter us. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at look into history books a little bit if you like. Are you one of those who's like, oh, I've hit the worst. Stop it. Like no one has it the worst in the U S right now.
0: You know, what's interesting, like since I started uh, doing this, you know, waking up at five, t- you know, taking getting my mind right. right, mm-hmm. Getting my mind right. I've literally, and I don't know if this is just part of this and all that stuff, but I have actively tried to like, you know, when, when things kind of get too hectic, when things kind of aren't going my way, when things aren't this, like it's a weird thing. I'm able to identify that, you know, like, Oh yeah. well, shit, this isn't going my way and all that stuff like, damn it. But I'm, it's easier to, to identify that as a single point and not let that kind of consume me. You know what I mean? So you're right. It is kind of a
1: learned process. It, it is uh, an active thing. You know, when I first showed oil Field, I was in an accelerator group and I was in the field. I mean, I was in Wyoming. for I was in Wyoming for a while. You need to repeat yourself. Just yeah. move closer to the microphone. You need a dining room chair. Yeah, probably so. So, uh, yeah, I was I was in the field working 12-hour days, going like running stuff here and there, and it wasn't fun. Yeah. But, you know, I started thinking of like maybe sometimes you just got to trick yourself during certain stints. I mean, if you're a young professional or you just graduated college, it's your first three years of work. You need to not worry about making money. Right. You need to worry about getting some knowledge. Yeah. Because if you're working with a decent sized company, you're going to be put under some mentors, put under some people where you're really going to gain I mean, even if you made $0 for three years, you're going to make it all up in the long run. But also you need to the realize experiences, that. man. That's the experience. Yeah, it's experience and knowledge. Move around. Go to the field. Get out there. Have fun with it. Dude, have fun make with it. Make a game of do it. Do what you can, man. Even if you have a wife and kids, bring them with you. You're not going to be – just tell them, first year or two, learning a specific trait, you're going to be all in. And, I mean, you just got to go do it. And that's not with the oil field that's with anything you want to be good at something, you got to put in some time. But effort.
0: also it's the thing too, is also like realizing like, look, you, you really got to live in today, like tomorrow's not there. Look, just, you know, if you're chasing this, oh, I want to, I want to get here. I want to get here. I want to, once I get to this, I'll be happy. Once I get to this, sure. once I'm out of this field position, the next helicopter, the,
1: the next heli- that's, that's, that's the money, the next helicopter. Damn. I mean, where's your point? And you know, that's and then where, what?
0: then at the end of the day, you get to that point and you're, that's you're where tired, I say, what?
1: You don't throw away a plan. I don't know, you're talking about throwing away plans. I like that aspect, but you still gotta keep a plan in mind. You gotta say, what's gonna make you happy? And that's it. What's gonna make you happy? There's some people they could be garbage men their whole life, have a family and, and they dig and it. And they dig it. What's gonna make you happy is a different is different for every single person. But that also changes with trying new shit out. Like for example,
0: like bef- you know, before, you know, COVID, you know, um, I was, you know, like a no podcasts i wasn't really active on you know linkedin i wasn't sharing this i wasn't making memes i was making skits i was just you know i was I was, you know jp sales you know mm-hmm. a sales guy and all this stuff but because i decided to try new stuff because i decided to put myself out there because i decided to pick something just try something you know what i mean like it got to a point where it's like man i'm i'm really so whenever things started settling down all this stuff and it got to a point where like you know, like well, previous companies are like, "Hey, look, let's 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 get back and all this stuff." I'm like, "Hold on, I, I think I'm kind of liking this a lot." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in reality, it's like that's when I decided to you know part ways and pursue
1: this passion because like I never knew this was before. We're you know all gl- I mean? we're all glad you did. But that's the thing, like I never. Not, knew- we're all everyone listening, myself. I mean, it, this is very entertaining. I, I was in Midland the other week, and we we're just. Oh, there's just nothing to do when these drives out to location, Bro. drives to place. So I'm like, oh, JP podcast, really JP podcast? Yeah, why not? I dig that, man. Why not? You get some knowledge. You get, um, you understand where people are coming from. You have, I love how you have people from, you know, just graduated, just getting an engineering role to executives to service companies, longtime salesmen. You have just the whole spectrum of the oil field on your podcast so you can get everyone's different point of view now everyone is very reserved so if you get one on a personal basis you know you get a little more but then they don't want to say everything on air i'm the same way i get that though i get that you still get perspectives from everybody which i love to hear because sometimes you just you can think you know but you don't really know and there's a lot of names out
0: there that people hear like oh like this name that name that name da 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 this gives people the opportunity to, okay, well, that's not a name anymore. That's a, that's a person. You know what I mean? I know that person now I know that they like this, this, and this, or they talked about this, that this is on their mind. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, Ethan, he, he, he really enjoys being happy. Yeah. And he doesn't mind talking about that. And it is a choice. You know what I mean? It's, it's going back to that. I think that's an important thing to say. Like you really do need to train yourself to not let the small things shake you and to focus on, not focus on, the little details. You know, yep. back, back up. Look at the big picture. You know what I mean? Yep.
1: You do. And it's it's hard sometimes. People get stuck in this vortex of uh insanity, vortex of negativity. It's vortex negative, of, then you're comparing yourself, then you're doing yeah. this, then you're doing that. And you know, people waste, including myself, I waste my time doing a lot of stuff. I used to like love learning stuff, love getting and like you know, I catch myself watching like binge watching Netflix series. Not a bad deal, but like, well, I do, oh, the word one lately is I've been talked at like I watched it what Squid Games yeah. I watched the first two that's good and I was like this is horrible I'm never watching it okay. and like 15 people were like oh dude you have to watch it there's such a good twist so I've watched several more and it's still horrible so I'm 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 hinging on watching the last three or four.
0: Okay, well I don't think that you do you, man. Like it's the good. thing about the thing about Squid Games too, people you got to watch it in English with English because it's like all like all Korean. I'm like, first off, you don't understand. My wife and I are huge into like Japanese horror movies and Korean horror movies <laughs> and like horror movies in Thailand. Like, really? Oh, dude, we're you know, different than normal, dude. So let me explain about when we don't have Evelyn. It's like uh, it's like a Saturday date. So what we'll do? We'll say, okay, what are we doing? Like let's pretend it's raining. It's, it's shitty weather out. So what we'll do? We'll say okay. Let's watch some Korean horror movies today. Like we will make like Korean food with some kimchi with like you know like spam and fried rice <laughs> and stuff. Well, no, it's not really role playing. It's just where we are. <laughs> and I guess role role play. Yes, yeah, so we we'll yeah. role play. And then um and then like we'll have like an '80s horror movie. We'll have like you know Jason Voorhees or like you know uh, Slumber Party Massacre or Sleepaway Camp or something like that. And we'll make like cheeseburgers and like. Fries, like we'll have like the '80s, it's like the, fun, man. Yeah, like it, it's it, fun. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things, like so. But so Squid Games, like I, I get, like it's look. The point is, it was mainstream, uh, just like Parasite or Old Boy or something like that. Is it's it's, it's
1: was the number watch number one watch Netflix yeah. series, which I I don't understand. What
0: would be your number one watch Netflix series? I know mine. <laughs> If you would recommend one Netflix series to everyone out there and stop turning away because the
1: microphone, is right mean, there, what fa- would it be? My favorite one so far is not a Netflix series; it's Yellowstone. Okay, okay, but um, that's, that's my favorite one so far. But there's a there's a bunch of Netflix series that are decent. You know, I, I don't want say to say it, but I really like little the one with the young kids um, in North Carolina or Outer Banks.
0: I never watched Carolina.
1: that. Really like it. It's a, it's like an adventure.
0: I never watched it, you that.
1: Know, they, some you know, some old treasure this kid finds, and they throw their little love quarrel in it. But it's, of course, it's pretty good. If it, I were to recommend good, one man. show
0: for everyone out there to watch, one show that just is a mind bender, and it's just like good music, good cinematography, it's, it's just everything. The story is just it's the story is so original, it's unbelievable. It's called Dark. Really? It's a German show. and oh, you going to watch it in English. No, watch it, watch it in, in, oh, in German. They
1: can't do it. They see, it's Why? like they're spitting. And I have German heritage in my blood. I can thing, see that. Like, I can see you do. They, ah, dude, I've been over there in Munich, and like I felt like everyone was, spitting. Everyone was spitting at me, man.
0: when well, they're talking. Yeah, that's, that's a, but, but the thing is, though, you, you know it's on TV, and there's no spit coming. But anyway, Dark is one of the but coolest shows insane. out there.
1: Oh, you're you're going to get them talking. It's a weird language, man.
0: Okay, well, I don't think your great-great-great-grandfather and great-great-grandmother would appreciate that.
1: Probably not. You want to hear a weird story about that? Yes. Okay, so my next-door neighbor had a roommate. Wait, here, here? Yep. Down so, so basically, oh, wait, like, this like, is like, on Anchor Street, back in the loop. Okay, that's what I'm no, asking. No, 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 not okay. here. Back in the loop. Okay. So uh, had a roommate, Daniel. Let's call him Daniel. Okay. And his uh, grandfather died, and he got a chest that was like overnight delivered to his house it's like what this is this big ginger guy man hilarious okay. guy but um <laughs> dude he had no clue he's was all it, german here was a nazi propaganda? Like- it was a uh, literally like a cask of like nazi memory. really he was a high high commanding officer and it was like i don't know what to do with like there's i am so fast so I, am, see, I
0: am fascinated fascinated with like you know world war ii stuff and like you know the the nazi party the third reich and all this stuff like you know when it's raining and all that stuff I, I don't know if it was the history channel when it was was good showing that shit for like 12 24 hours a day and all stuff it's, 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 it's fascinating so how a mass population you know literally not that long ago in the grand scheme of things
1: not that long does that ago doesn't make any sense man it doesn't
0: right. make any sense, but, it, but it's, it's it's fascinating that it's like you know like just and to see that, like you know, whenever I like you know, so I've been to Germany too. I went to a uh, Dachau uh, concentration camp and all stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's weird; the air feels heavy. It yeah. just
1: does, regardless. Yeah, but it, it, it just even it if just, it isn't, it is.
0: But I love like you know, go to museums and you see like the like the you know, the plates that they use
1: or the silverware and all I stuff. Know, for U boats. Yeah, for, all yeah for some reason I don't know why it's just fascinating. Well, of course, it's fascinating, but it's just tragic. It's tragic and fascinating. And it makes you. Once again, something like that makes you think about like how lucky we are. You got people bitching about you got me the wrong candy bar, and like dude, people are like Wait, first dying off from who trenches. You hanged,
0: yeah, no, who you hang out with that has the wrong
1: candy bar? Yeah, maybe it's myself, man. My wife gets all this Halloween candy out there. Man. By the so way,
0: I noticed fun. your Halloween candy. I'm not going to say anything negative about it, but I will say something that it is lacking. I don't see any Reese's Pieces
1: peanut butter cups. Uh, I, I agree. That is my favorite. candy. I agree, and there's a reason for that. It's, you'll eat them all. It is my favorite candy, and if she got that right now, it'd be gone, and I'd be like three pounds heavier. And then you get mad at her for buying it. <laughs> yeah, you get mad at her. I told you
0: not to get this. Yes, I told you not to get this for me.
1: You're right. Yeah, I know that. You're right. There's there's a few items that like you don't keep around the house, or else I'm going to just binge eat them.
0: I feel bad for what, I feel bad for Evelyn because like she'll <laughs> we, we are like snacks like chips and like corn dogs and like the good <laughs> shit you know what i mean like the the, the 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 drumstick ice cream thing dude she'll get back she's like dad where's all my stuff i'm like i think it, i think i left the freezer open and they melted I'm like no uh whoops this, i got hungry this fat ass <laughs> ate them all
1: and i'll do it again oh yeah Ev, evie gets stuff all the time and i'm stealing off the plate when he always cuts off cuts up her her, few, her fruit perfectly and my like skin's everything.
0: Well, what I'll, what I'll do for I'll always order Evelyn's food like, like when she was younger. And like, yeah, oh, she'll get the quesadilla. Dude,
1: I'll daddy tax the hell out of that. Dude, so every time we go to like somewhere, Tex-Mex, any restaurant, Winnie orders for Everly first, and like, exactly quesadilla, like she's not going to eat a whole quesadilla thing comes out. I'm stealing half of it as an appetizer you have to. baby. You have to. Oh yeah. Yum yum.
0: Yum yum. So, <laughs> um so okay let's we really, really quick let's talk i want to bring something up right now so since yeah. getting involved uh, with you know role completion tools first off love the cats over there you got a good group over there dude we have fun you know what i like about them when I when i was there talking to y'all and sitting there bullshitting with y'all and all that stuff it's like first off you can tell there's a lot of pride but second off it was like all they kept talking about i was like yeah we want to like we give a shit about service like not like we care right. about but like that's what, that's what I saw, but I'm thinking this, okay, look, I'm, 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 taking a step back right now and all that stuff. And like, you see all these, pl- you know, everyone's got plugs, right you know, you got plugs yeah. here, plugs here, plugs here, plug, plug. and I'm not, I'm, I'm being serious. Like I'm not, this is very like, how do you differentiate yourself with, with, with plugs, for example, like when there's, when there's so many, so much out there and you literally like, you have a good team, smart, Cool cats that know what they're doing. I see, I saw in a post today, y'all getting out there and, and getting after for another customer, which I oh, dig, yeah. man. I saw that. And oh, uh, yeah, nice. So my question is this, like, how do you, like, how do you really differentiate yourself from, from like, what's out there?
1: So, uh, frack plugs, in the frag in the frag plug world, you. it's not, if people might call it a commodity. It's not really a commodity. It's a very... Why do t- they call it a commodity when it's t- such a thing? It's a technical... It, I think people call it a commodity, especially operators and, and supply chain people, they call it a commodity because there's so many people that have them. Right. Right? There's a lot of people that have them, but if you step back, there's not as many people as you think, because we sell the service companies, right? We sell the service companies okay. and operators, just like a lot of other companies. That okay. And um, they sell it. So if a service company labels it something else, you have like maybe there's 10 companies that provide plugs, maybe eight. Right. But it looks like there's 25. Whenever 30. you throw the word commodity at it. Yeah. Because, well, it looks like there's 25, 30 because we're selling the service, companies, service, service companies, private labeling, service companies, labeling here. Okay. So we have one plug and we sell the three different companies that private that's label. four, that's different, four plugs. different plugs. It's really one plug. That. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so, I mean, it's not as many as people think, but, um, there's a, distinguishing differences and like nowadays with these zipper fracks and how fast paced they go there's clear benefits and advantages over um using one over the other and you're seeing that yeah i mean quality control is massive and you know i'd say things have been on the operator's side for a long time and they always will be typically but when supply and demand flops like it's projecting next year it's going to be a very different scenario you know a lot of big companies trying to ramp up once they're trying to ramp up in stock right now you know knowing that i mean i really hope a boom doesn't come because it's it's really bad for our industry i hope we level off at like mid 80s and we just like hey let's make this a I'm, normal i second, know please. i know
0: it's like we cheer for the stuff that hurts us yeah
1: we cheer for it. We cheer for. You I know, mean, I'm the small company. Old, it's oh like, wow! I can flip a company in two years and make it. T- I don't. I still don't want it. For yeah. My friends, all my friends in the oil field, we need something steady. Stay below $100. Stay yeah. above 75. Let off let's pickup. Ride, let's, pickup ride let it, international let's ride pickup, it. Let's But I mean, let's not pull from natural reserves. Let's. Do you let's think? We, do you think we've learned our? Uh, do you think we've learned, and I want
0: to get obviously get back to, well, first off, I want to talk about that, but the question I want you to remind me to ask is, um, do you think we've learned from our, because, you know, historically, you know, prices go up and you're picking up a rig. I want to pick up a rig. Oh, you pick up, we're all picking up, so it's like, it's like it's like stop and go, this knee jerk thing comparison, but the, before we get into that, seriously, you got plugs, they got plugs, they go, How how do you differentiate a product, a a
1: product that's labeled as a commodity by some people? So a lot of people like to jump in and and throw something together and say, I know what I'm doing. And I mean, me and and Zach, who started this company, we have so much experience since the beginning beginning of Reckplug. And you're an an engineer by... Yeah, mechanical. That is not not my real point. This is horrible. Look at my wife's Look at this, how nice it is. And look at mine up there. Yours so, literally looks like shit. Yeah, mine cracked. To that mine cracked in a move. So I have that. That's the one they handed you on stage. You got a hole in one. Not the real one. Yeah, I got a hole in one. I got to get the scorecard up. Yeah, where's like, the scorecard? Okay, anyway. Wait, where's the scorecard? That's a card? very sore subject. Where? I can't find it, man. So I'm going to get a picture up there. I, I thought I had it in my old Gallup golf bag, and like I haven't been, we moved, and I haven't been able to find it now. So yeah, I don't have the scorecard. So I'm going to get a picture of the hole. Oh, is what
0: it is get a picture of the hole i think that'll be fine so yeah. anyway so so okay so a lot of people get out there they're doing this so go on
1: yeah yeah i'm, I'm mourning over the loss of that scorecard right now so oh, you're pissed ta- about what that? we're talking about oh <laughs> shit we, we can
0: stay on that and we, we, we talk about that whole in one but no but, but i'm saying so i'm interested in that stuff so like when i, when I was in uh, uh, getting my graduate degree in france not a big deal but go on Ooh. um oh believe me you don't think i don't plug that country the of love the country of love and that's the microphone why don't you love that microphone a little bit so anyway so when i was getting in france my master's thesis was on uh branding of a commodity a bottle of water yeah how can evian have a, be charged three dollars or three euros when this will be, you know, 59 cents. Ask
1: my wife. Because that's what she wants every time we go to the damn airport. Exactly. Evian, so Evian, so Evian, why? Like, wow. So
0: how can something that's a commodity command a higher price? So that's one. That's, I'm not asking like why. Because obviously I'm not saying your price. But I'm saying like how do you differentiate a quote commodity in some people's. like? I keep going stuff. off on a different on a tangent. No, sorry. no, no. I, I, I dig it. Let's get so, through this. Or that, and then I want to get
1: into other stuff. Not all of it. So. We've had so much experience with fry plugs in the past with different companies, you know, from Baker to Schlumberger to Smith to, I mean, we've seen it all. We work with all the vendors. It's really good vendor relationships and not just the oil field. We don't use all oil field companies as vendors. I mean, there's some secrets there, but I mean, I mean, there's some aerospace stuff. There's some like, there's some different industries we bring in because they're just quite frankly better. Cool that's they're, cool they're better so some of our parts are made by people that aren't role fields and in nasa in some very very components in our right plugs that are very they're very important Let's dude why did way. you
0: choose why why, why why did you choose frag plugs i mean i'm just thinking there's so many others there's a lot of stuff
1: out there and all this stuff like how did you You're like this is because it's a, there could be so like there's so frag plugs cause so many issues so many issues okay and you know you can run i mean you could run in you could preset a plug you could have plugs that slip and like ironically some people overlook it but like if a plug slips during a frack you pretty much lost that whole zone you stimulated the wrong zone you know potentially at least a high percentage of that zone so some people like Especially, I haven't understood the Permian yet. A lot of this guy's are like, oh, we have three slip plugs. That's not bad. Like, oh, our plugs don't slip. Yeah, plugs you don't should want to not slip. slip.
0: One, one slip is bad, Yeah, bro. One slip
1: is bad. You could call me on one slip. That's and actually, actually that's not deal. a good
0: mentality to have saying, oh, we
1: only had three. Yeah, it's, hard. it's a horrible deal. So you really, and like people, and I wouldn't blame it on companies, I blame it on the market in the last five years operators nothing nothing against operators a lot of them have really just pushed price decrease because yes. they've had to bro so if I you just, have a price decrease and like you're hey it has to be this price we start cutting in quality companies start cutting in quality now if you want a frack plug for 500 bucks it's 550 bucks you're gonna get one for 550 bucks and but the, you know you're what, gonna have issues
0: but you know what's funny um it's it, it, it's funny because I, I actually had a podcast earlier today with a uh, Rob and John with a uh, engage and we we talked about this. I think I talked about it today before with uh, John Simmons. Look, you're not going to go out and buy the cheapest car seat for your daughter. You're not going to go buy out the <laughs> cheapest shoes for you to to play a, a soccer match. in. you're not going to buy the cheapest shit to the cheapest haircut, the cheapest watch, whatever that is. I'm not saying you're buy the most expensive. No sir. But you will not go for the cheapest. And the fact that it's like. Well, hey look, this is my home. This is what I care about. I'm not going to do the cheapest thing here. All right, honey, I'll see you later. I love you. Bye. I'm going to close the door. I'm going go to work and go for the cheapest everything. And It's like what? you're talking about a multi-million dollar well right now. You're talking about a multi-million dollar operation right now, and you're in a literally basic. Look, I am not saying every operator, every decision is made like this, but I'm just saying like, yes, look. Let's talk about price. When people go with the lowest bid, oh, they were cheaper. They were cheaper. This mom-pop cheaper today. That's fine, but it's funny how you how people separate the uh, the I'm gonna pay for I'm gonna pay I'm gonna I'm gonna put money my money towards this stuff that you know for my family that's not gonna be the cheapest of the best. and then once they get to work, it's like eh, I'm gonna go the cheapest this on
1: this oh, you know this is. seven million dollar well is twelve million dollars whatever it is. I can relate to frac plugs. I know it's. It is all funny across the board? But it, it's very. It's funny, funny, but it's it's almost. I mean, it's understandable. To, to an extent, with yes. With twenty-eight dollar oil, with thirty-five dollar oil, with forty, forty-five dollar oil, yes. To me, I don't really comprehend the eighty-dollar oil. Let's go cheap, okay? It's uh, it, it's something. It's there's some things I don't understand. Yeah. And maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe you know you're too in debt to the bank. Maybe you have to get over that hump, and you're trying to get over that hump. Maybe you're being getting, Force from above, put a spend shitty this amount for your. A- but ASP. a shitty
0: plug, and you. I mean, I don't know shit about plugs, but a shitty plug, and you lose, and you lose that section. I mean, yeah, that costs a ton
1: yeah, more. But money. like, that's the thing. You have these even large companies. I'm not calling out any company. We're not calling anyone out who's here. made good plugs previously and knows how to do it, and they're not doing it anymore because of the price and they've made it like disguise it to where oh maybe they slip every now and again, but that might save <laughs> our, them. On, our plug slip seven percent of the time. It may. It might save them a hundred bucks on their plug and operators might overlook it. It's almost like they've tricked the operator into like, okay, buy our Accepting stuff for cheaper.
0: Sheer, sheer quality. Yeah.
1: And without saying it like indirectly, and it's working. But I really think as oil goes up, you really need to concentrate on your production and concentrate on what works and what doesn't work. So how
0: do you communicate the successes of, of I guess, the non-slip plug? I mean, when you see all this stuff, you see the quality go down in other places and the competitors. It's like I would imagine me as a as a business owner or founder of a plug company, i will be on the top of a mountain being like, <laughs> hey, guys, like, look what's going on. How do you
1: manage that? is it communication is i mean like what do you do about that like oh it, it proves itself our product proves itself so we have we've had customers we picked up in 2019 and we've kept them through 2019 that's our core our base Okay. And they kept us going through through the covid season which was a horrible for everybody doesn't matter who you are like Mm-hmm. In the oil and gas, COVID COVID was a bad deal. In any industry, COVID was yeah. bad. Well, no, no, Amazon and other industries, it was pretty good. Uh, touche.
0: I'm talking about more the uh, the, the service side, the yes. hospitality, the restaurants, oh, yeah. the, the people bad. that cut it's, hair,
1: the people that do this. Like it's it's, it's, it's bad for a lot of people. Indeed. So, um, yeah. Through that time, we, we they they got us through that time, and now it's time to pick up. We're we can't pick up everyone in the world. We're picking up someone here there we picked up a few customers recently we've also lost customers due to consolidation i mean through, due to mergers so that
0: sucks i was talking to my buddy um over at geodynamics and he's like yeah we had this and they got acquired and so I'm, I'm talking to him and i'm like that that sucks that sucks to 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 let's say let's say you're a customer and I'm this and i'm working on you and all stuff and we get the relationship we get this with the trust i get the I get the work and all stuff. I feel like there should be something like, "Hey, look, um, I'm an operator. I'm acquiring this operator. All these contracts that these people had." I know it's business. I know it's this. I know it's that. But I'm just saying it just sucks. It's not fair. I feel like there's one of those things where it should be like, hey, look, you know, these people that were guaranteed this amount, you know, throughout, let's say it's a 12 month contract or five month, whatever that looks like, like, let's pay at least, you know, 70% of that or 50% of that. That way, because when it's out of your control, the whole, uh, when when someone uh, acquires a company, it sucks.
1: I mean, finance is a different world. I know. know, When it comes to these big, wall street owns so much but i mean even these p firms they own so much and like when they push stuff down i mean it's pushed down pretty hard and also but we, I wish, when but you're I, a but larger I, company but
0: i would but i would but, but i wish the the i wish the the contracts were in place were at least
1: contracts get dissolved whenever you typically the, every merger contracts get dissolved
0: but I know but i'm saying it sucks if if you're sitting here 2021 it's december you're you know okay we got eight new customers that's great and all this stuff oh suddenly you know four of them are gone and
1: you just hired three people and you're playing your business i mean that puts a bind on you oh forecasting has been garbage since 2014. I that mean, sucks if you- <laughs> and i am man i mean that's my background is it like once i've been in the oil field uh, mechanical engineering but my background has been uh product line management right so forecasting is one of my fortes and it's impossible to, it's nearly impossible to do for for anyone big business small business in the past five years it's been very tough I'm just, and we- it's tough for everybody it's tough for us i mean we, we got to get with five different six different six plus different vendors and forecast our future and our in like Operation, your operators can't even forecast it themselves. You know, so how are they going to push that to us? And then we, so we're, we're scrambling. Everyone's scrambling. It's been a scramble fest. Which
0: that just, is- that just shows how much of a joke it is. If you're relying on your vendors or your operators to tell you kind of how to plan your business, like, they don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure your vendors are scrambling too. I'm sure the operators are scrambling too. So it's kind of like this, give
1: me. Are you doing green light, but yellow that's light, fine. red yeah, light? That's that's, <laughs> that's the <laughs> volatile light. industry of the oil field. And that's why I hope again, even though it'd be good for me to jump over $100, I hope we stay in that $80, 80 90 window. Right. Just like keep us here and let's get a normal segment. Let's get everyone happy. Let's get everything under control. Let's make, make sure OPEC doesn't do something stupid. Like, let's, I mean, I don't know how you control that. But whatever guidelines, railroad commission, politics, who needs to do that, you need to sit down and control it because we don't need these spikes. We don't need these recesses. I mean, this isn't a pump and dump committee. We need to figure out like energy is a natural resource that helps everybody and we don't need to play Wall Street with this like pump and dumps up the, and down the, the people cheering, you know, for a hundred dollar
0: oil and all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing higher oil prices than 30 or 20. Don't, you know what I mean? But that being said, it's like, dude, like if we get in that zone where it's like $120, yeah, you're, if you're cheering for that, then you have to okay. understand that a crash
1: is coming right around the corner. It's what happens. And it's, it's, I don't yeah. know if it's controllable quite frankly with all the different companies, all the different companies out there, and railroad, the Railroad Commission, the government not putting any... I mean, I'm, I think i said this last time. I'm capitalist to the max. But if you have 500 different operators and they can just turn it on, turn it off when oil gets high enough. And you're in the... Say the Permian base is a big space and obviously by right. far... You have a hundred operators that just turn it on and fill up the pipeline. You're influencing the price of oil so much. Yeah. And it's uncontrollable because everybody, I don't want to say it's greed, but everybody wants to make their share. Everyone wants that. It's understandable. One more boom. One more boom. Well, they want to, I mean, Hey, listen, I bought this land. I'm in debt. I need to get like, I have to do this. No one's really, I don't, don't want to say no one, but like it's people are thinking about themselves, not, I don't, I don't know no 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 not, that, not really a, like the how well the energy segment needs to be i mean from a from the so more of a community US, yeah. it is a no community it needs to be a community and needs to, we need to start thinking along the lines of like how much longevity yeah longevity how much we need to produce without getting too greedy <laughs> look we need to think about
0: longevity We need to think about sustainability yep. you know that's what we need to think about sustainability
1: hundred percent like Longevity look just because yes. it goes
0: this way and you have these people drilling these people with these people drilling, it's like yeah.
1: like calm the, down the issues we're about to run into next year with personnel and we're already starting to run into with personnel is tough
0: well i heard something more scary you, your wife's not here so i'm gonna tell you a scary story
1: okay <laughs> you okay with this <laughs> yeah go
0: all right imagine a world an oil and gas world okay where oil's at 85 90. All right. It's going there. It's getting there. Right. And you're there. You're watching this from your double screen Acer computer monitors at your house with your mini kids' meal, University of Lafayette <laughs> diploma on the wall. Right. You're watching yeah. this stuff. The situation we're in right now is, it's, yeah, labor's a big deal. It is a big deal. And I'm not saying it's not as important as this, but dude, I was talking to my buddy, um, Harbison, you know, a couple people and all that stuff. To get, Casing right now, unless you have casing lined up because the mills aren't online and all stuff. He goes, I was talking to Mika, and he he kind of paraphrased. He goes, Dude, it's getting to the point where. If you do want to drill, if you do that, if you haven't sourced your case you can't, they're going to, like, you're not going to get it. Like, you can't operate because of the the supply crunch. The, welcome you, to the switch. Welcome to the switch. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's, I'm worried about personnel, but people, you can change their mind. Hey, come here for this much more per hour or whatever that looks like,
1: or right? this bonus, whatever. Yeah, but it's like. a dangerous industry. I understand this,
0: but you can still always recruit people in. Yeah. Uh, you can. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if there's no, equipment if there's no material to perform that business that operation that's a that's a scary situation too and we talked about it's like almost operating a third world country
1: I agree that's probably a in guy and he's hundred percent right there are also over a million stages of ducks to be completed that will bring our natural decline which isn't a natural decline anymore I was talking with Rispy about this the other day it's like since unconventionals have happened, and he elaborated on a little more, well we can't talk about that oh yeah. okay <laughs> yeah, can't okay. talk about that so uh you know these these decline curves are rapid decline, <laughs> really you know? and since two thousand I mean you have conventional reservoirs so so pretty your- much
0: you drill you do and you shut it off mm. Yeah. And the 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 building. if, you, ability, want to, if the, you
1: want to shut it off you shouldn't shut it off. I mean you really want
0: to. But just, what I'm saying when we yeah. get to like negative thirty seven, all this shit happened. Like pretty much like yep. it, it, you, what, people think oh just turn it back, turn the spigot back on. It's not like that.
1: Yeah, it's not. And it's also not. I mean you really have three good years. A lot. Let's just pull it down to three good years of production. Thirty six months average out of unconventionals. Futural unconventional. You gotta keep going. It's not a natural. It's not a natural reserve. It's not conventional. It's not a It's not a salt dome. It's not offshore. It's not where you could choke it down, stop it, and then whenever you want it back, you just turn it on. It's very different. Okay. If you you damage like you had the last two years, this decline's gone down drastically. And to pick it back up, you have to drill. You have to complete. Now, the good thing is there's a lot of completions to be done in the next year, even if there is a shortage in casing. But that is, it is a problem. You can't get casing, you can't drive. It's just a scary it's a weird time. It's a scary time. Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, I mean the whole grand scheme of things, you don't wanna I mean, everyone who sits back, you like to say thirty thousand, fifty thousand foot view. As a country, you want to have natural reserves, you wanna have those reserves that you could bank on long term peak oil. You're thinking, really like red, you're thinking about like Red you think about Red Dawn situation. Okay? I don't know Red Dawn. Is that one of those fighting movies? Jean Claude Van Damme
0: maybe. Well, first off, great reference. Red Dawn. You never <laughs> seen Red Dawn?
1: No. Well, I, so. I think
0: Patrick Swayze is in it? Especially Charlie. Sheen. Sh- I I, thought, I may be wrong. Maybe think about the Ice but Maybe Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Uh, there, dude, there was a All Star Cat. I think Elizabeth Shoot. No. Uh, it was a, anyway. It's when the the Cubans and the Russians they got together. And guess what they did? They invaded the U.S. through Mexico. And yep. that's when the Wolverines started. Have you never seen I don't know, Red but Dawn? I, but I watched, psycho. I
1: watched Cocaine Cowboy though.
0: Okay, well, yes. Okay. Well, very different anyway these <laughs> these these high school kids led by Patrick Swayze. Yeah. All right. Like these Charlie Sheens in is, they escape to the mountains and they're their mascots the Wolverines. And they start and I think there was a remake on uh, Red Dawn but no, gotta go with the original. Anyway, so it's like these high school kids that are living in the mountains also fighting the Communist Party. Obviously, back in the 80s, Russia was the really? number one enemy. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You've never seen Red Dawn? No, I haven't. I'm guessing I'm gonna watch it soon. God. You're in. What? So. It's a problem. I
0: don't know what to
1: do anymore. Yeah. So, anyway, so dude, we're coming- checklist. I'm watching, I'm watching Red Dawn. I'm I'm blown away. We can away. go for a we time. go for a long we time can go for a long, long time, but we got our wives yeah. and we got
0: text mex coming in yeah. there. I say we kind of we wrap this up and, yeah. and what, give me what else what else we're going to discuss before we wrap this up. This is your this is your show. This is your happiness. Podcast. I don't know. I,
1: I think in the oil field, a lot of stuff is really up in the air right now. I I think there does that they're excite maybe, you or make you nervous. It, it excites me. Anything unknown kind of excites me. <laughs> it's weird. It's a frame. But it's yeah, a mind. It's a mindset. Hey, I have a small company. We have a lot of not so much red tape. We have a lot of wiggle room. We can we can adjust. We can do. I, I, I think it's going to be a l- really good. You know, I went out to Wellside not too long ago, and I swear there were like 15 different companies. I just like, bam, 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 all working in unison. And I was like, man, isn't this great? That's isn't cool. Isn't this unbelievable? That's a cool side. The sign. U.S. capitalism. No, I've worked internationally for Slum and you don't see that. You see two, three vendors. So you yeah. Just, And It's uh not saying it's bad or worse. It's just we're a community here. It's fun to see so many people, and like you got happy people in location too. They're they're digging it. They're joking, John each other, having a good time. That's the
0: only way you make things through is And
1: You know, it's some of them are even competitors. You know, they sell a product that they're not using. They're using you or someone else. You know, and they're still having a good time. And and everything's working. Everyone's working hard, doing well for a final goal of you know providing energy to people like us in here with camera microphones and don't forget lot the, people, don't lot forget of, the man, ring light. A lot of people don't realize that, man. It's, uh, it, it's very interesting that people want to look past that, that we use it. You can't be hypocrites If you're using energy, I mean, if you want to live like a Amish version, go ahead, man. It's all we, yeah. We, we even talked about that. Yeah. I
0: completely agree.
1: Completely agree. Yeah.
0: But man uh ethan i want to thank you for inviting my wife and i here uh to your home uh to, for having us and we're about to get some tex-mex i requested a 12-hour uh beef braised short rib uh, unfortunately <laughs> i gave you an hour's notice so that didn't happen
1: Man, hey, we've been busy i we're don't give a shit busy. look I, we're getting tex-mex is it and margaritas it's gonna be i'm great. all right with that I'm, I'm, I'm
0: down with that so uh Anyway, man, I want to thank you for inviting us over. I want to thank you for supporting um, uh, the Connection Crew and then the Breakfast Runs because I think the Breakfast Runs, I think I'm digging it, man. It's bringing people together. It's, 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 yeah. it's, 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 getting, it's getting, I think it's good stuff. You're good
1: uh, at what you're doing. People want to hear that, especially I think Breakfast Runs all operators, right? Oh, yeah. So it's all operators. Everyone, so many people want to hear that. And if you, if you haven't chimed in on the Breakfast Runs, chime in. And
0: Did you like the commercial?
1: A, yes, love it. <laughs> we give you free will. Isn't that nice? Though? Evelyn, Evelyn. That's awesome. Well, here,
0: that's what happens. You go to me, man. You you know, good. I'm, I'm going to make it work. What you do, man. i be serious in life, man. Shit. Shit's too much. It's always too serious. You know what you're
1: I mean? am ser- serious about some things, but man, most of it, you don't.
0: You don't have to be, but, uh, man, I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate your team. I appreciate your friendship. Yeah. Um, uh, you're, family can't wait to meet everly soon i think she's uh home now but uh i'm looking forward to getting the the and anyone out there that wants to get in touch with uh ethan and um and not give you the uh hey I only slip three times or anything like that uh <laughs> reach out to him, ethan etzel over at uh royal completion tools man and uh i appreciate everything and uh definitely reach out to this cat and uh just kind of uh just introduce yourself and say hello yeah, That's it, man. alright you All right, y'all. Y'all have a good uh y'all have a good wherever you're at. And uh stay safe and on the wherever you're listening to this too. Thanks for tuning in. To energy crew. <laughs> Help spread the word. If you I, mean, I always say this, like leave a com like not leave a comment, but like review it. But like yeah dude, I've done this so the energy so I started in end of June. We're in October right now.
1: It's impressive. We've gotten a lot of I in. have twenty
0: eight episodes released, and I have I think like twelve in the queue or thirteen That's in the queue. It's insane, man. So if you're listening, just throw something down, man. I'd appreciate it. So anyway. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, hey, just uh, be happy. Choose happiness. Take her easy. All right. Take her easy. Bye.